0: Uh, yeah.
1: Breaker rim fangs power. Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Welcome to the show. Uh yeah. Hello. 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 Welcome to the show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound is episode 402 of Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I, of course, am Brian Breaker joining me. As always, big underscore bane. What's going on, man? Do not a whole lot. It's chill, it's cooling down a bit. Thank God. Yeah. It's not There's quite sweater weather, but it's getting there. You're out. all flannelled up though.
1: Yeah, I got a flannel on, but it, this is a lightweight one. You a know, lightweight it's, flannel. It's, mo- it's kind of more like a long sleeve tee. I got you. Gotcha.
0: I got gotcha. you. Getting your lumberjack working. I'm,
1: I'm starting to. I'm starting to. Chop
0: down them trees.
1: Gosh dang right.
0: So I uh this is kind of hilarious. I I texted you I was like, "Hey man, I found that whole lot of chocolate a lot of bang." Yeah. We can try it on the show. And yeah. you're like, "Awesome." And you know, it's funny cuz like you don't really drink bangs too much anymore if at right. all. And you're like, that's pina colada, pal. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's whole lot. I'm like, you were adamant.
1: You were like, nope, that's chocolate.
0: And I was like, whole lot of pina colada. Like, (laughs) did they just change this? That's what I, I guess that's what we're going to find out. Because I was, then I started looking. I was like, well, is this a protein one? Yeah. No, there's no protein in it. Like, so I had no idea it changed. I just saw the whole lot and was like, found it, done, (laughs) Yahtzee. And I was dead wrong. I was like, no, it's it's the right shit. I know what what I'm talking about. Right. I'm not an idiot. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I was uh, was proven wrong there. Oh, good shit. We got a lot to discuss this week. We got some wrestling talk. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. PHPW Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds is coming up very shortly. It's coming up soon. And we're going to have our draft for the 90s fad tournament. Yes. I think this will be a fun one. It's going to be a good one. It's interesting to think about what qualifies as a fad, though. Yeah, I think it's just, for me, I
1: feel like it's just things that were super popular in the 90s.
0: Well, and what's weird is the '90s was such a long period of time. Mm-hmm. These things that were popular in like '93, they weren't popular in '97. Yeah. So that's it's, when
1: stuff started moving really fast. Yeah, yeah.
0: like it, it's it's so weird how quickly that changed. And obviously, we discussed this a little bit beforehand. Even some of the ones you were saying, I'm like, oh no, that's the 2000s. Then I start thinking, like, no wait, nope, that's the that's like '98. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how. Yeah. That all kind of runs together, it's, I guess. Some
1: of those fads only lasted for like. Couple of years, maybe yeah, had.
0: or months. Right. Like I feel like, obviously, everyone knows Pogs is going to be on the list somewhere. Like that wasn't a long running fad.
1: No, very that, very short. That got shut down real quick by you know teachers and stuff like that.
0: Funny funny enough, we had we figured out on the TV Toycast a lady that came up with that game did it because she was tired of seeing violent games played on the playground. Oh and she yeah. Thought she could incorporate math and help the kids learn, and then it became gambling and yeah. Let's go back to the violence. Yep. Yeah. Let's <laughs> which, go play kickball. Yeah, which is just ridiculous. But, yeah, but funny. Um, dude, I got a Keurig. Yes, you did. Uh, my sister got me a Keurig. I thought that was uh, it was my birthday last last week, as everyone knows. Yep. That was such an interesting gift because I'm like, I would have never bought myself a Keurig ever. Yeah. Just ever, but uh, dude, I dig it. Yeah. It's quite a machine.
1: Best cup of coffee you'll ever have
0: in your life. Without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, I um. I've always said like i i don't I've never really drank coffee for taste mm-hmm. it's always been like a necessity yeah. thing, oh yeah, and uh you know when you start making like you know Folgers canes, all that stuff, it's just kind of like yeah, yeah, you know, and like my the coffee at my work is just Barbie. abysmal, yeah, yeah, just horrible so i uh Got me some pods and made me some coffee and I'm like, My God, this is this is quite tasty. It makes coffee taste good. It does of course, I put
1: enough creamer in mine to be able to walk on the damn thing. Sure. But I mean, it's it's
0: good. It's good stuff. It is. And it just I don't know. It's kind of a kind of a Whoever came up with that, I don't know. Like that's it's genius though.
1: The only thing I hate about it is I don't know which one you have, but I have probably the cheapest one that you can get. And for some reason, unless they've changed things, for some reason the refillable pods can't fit. Because they make those ones where you can refill them, put your mm-hmm. own ground in there. And they it won't fit in my Keurig. And, oh really? And mine's a Keurig brand Keurig. And so it's like I don't understand why it won't fit, but yeah, so I have to use the New pods every single time, so I, I waste a lot. You know, I, I feel bad. I not feel bad, but like I feel like an idiot because I'm like using, wasting a lot of plastic. You know what I mean? I'd like. Well, yeah, I I'd mean, like, like to be better for the environment. You but know you're I mean? not. I'm leaving one hell of a carbon footprint. You,
0: you, you <laughs> damn right you are, Bane. You know, you and your wasteful ways. Yeah. Um, now I haven't. I haven't tried the reusable pod, obviously. So I don't know. But mine. Um, my parents had one. And uh, to fill it up, the water compartment, like, you had to, like, either get a cup or, like, take the whole machine under the sink. This one has a removable water compartment.
1: Yeah, that's the way mine is, too, yeah.
0: So, that's pretty handy. So, I assume yes. if mine's like yours, it probably doesn't fit the...
1: Yeah, like I said, unless they changed it to where they, you know, made those reusable pods able to fit.
0: but. No, it's probably, like, on purpose. They probably don't like those because they sell a lot less... Coffee that Coffee, way, yeah. I mean, because they make their true. money on them pods, yeah. yeah. But yeah, definitely, yeah, uh, definitely a fun thing. Um, we got some, uh, we got some wrestling talk here. What do you say we dive into it? well Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling, stone cold out. Oh hell yeah! Thanks, Stone Cold.
1: Shout out to Stone Cold. That's a pretty good pina colada bang, isn't it? Is it different than than before? I, it's been a long time since I've had those pina coladas. It tastes stout.
0: It does, but I don't feel like it's different. Is I, that just how they are? I, I think. It's been a long time since i I don't know that. what... Like what else would be different about it other than the, the name slightly changed, but like maybe maybe they just added a shit ton more Pina Colada flavor to it or something. I feel like it would there would be like a new bold taste or something. Yeah. Kinda yeah. like when they when they redo like the Mountain Dew logo, you don't be like, Oh god, is this different? It's like, no, it's the same Mountain Dew.
1: Speaking of that, I don't want I know we're into wrestling talk here, but like I found the Halloween Mountain Dew for this year, right? Okay. Brought it home, tried it. It was straight up sugar, sugar water. Not good? It had a flavor, but, like, I couldn't pinpoint what the flavor was. But it was, like, the sweetest effing thing I've ever had in my life. And I look on the back. For that one bottle of Mountain Dew, it had 70 carbs in it. Wow. 70. Dude, that's, like, at the moment, because I'm dieting, that's more than I intake in a full day. Sure. Like, my God. Now, is this a two-liter, or is this a personal, like, what? That was a 20-ounce bottle. Wow. Wow. 70, 70 carbs in that bottle. That's a like, lot. Good God. Yeah, it, those things are horrible for you. I always heard Mountain Dew were bad for you, but that one is, like, good grief. I've actually never been a big Mountain Dew guy, believe it or not. I always liked Code Red growing up, but, like, I never... Like, like I, I didn't hate it, but... Mountain Dew, like, regular Mountain Dew is okay. I've never been the biggest regular Mountain Dew, but I like Code Red. Uh, I even liked Baja Blast from, you know, Taco Bell. Oh, that's tasty. Back in the day. Um, But, and this like I said, this one was good. It just... I'll never get it again
0: because that that crap that was insane. Yeah, it's one of those things where I don't. I feel like if you're going to have like some sweets, and I'm sure you're the same way, it's like it's got it's got to be worth it. Yeah, you and know it, what I mean. And that was not not yeah yeah. I totally get that yeah. Sugar water yeah. Mmm gotta good. love it yeah. Yeah, seventy carbs that's insane right. Um, AEW announced that we now have the AEW TBS champion and it's a part of the women's division. Mm-hmm. Um, I pointed out that uh, if you look at it kind of closely, it kind of looks like hose, Yeah, which is not a good thing. I didn't catch
1: it at first because I was I knew what the TBS logo looked like. Right. But then when you brought it to my attention, I
0: was like, oh.
1: It's so like you yeah. can't
0: not see it now.
1: Yeah, that's bad.
0: I remember seeing this article on uh, – it's one of those clickbait articles where it's like hidden things you never notice in a logo, and it's like how FedEx – there's that hidden arrow in there. Mm-hmm. Baskin-Robbins, there's that hidden 31 for the 31 flavors yep. and stuff. I feel like once you see those, you're like, ah, now I get it, and you can't unsee it. This is kind of the same thing here. Yeah, I don't think
1: TBS intentionally uh are promoting hoes. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think that I, I think that um you know it is a very unfortunate accident.
0: Yeah, definitely an unfortunate accident. Uh what do you think about them adding a second women's title?
1: I'm fine with it. The only thing I hate is the fact that the uh secondary women's title is a larger title than the uh main title
0: yeah I think that needs to change. yeah they, I never actually liked their title being small. I
1: thought it was way too small and i I know I know they're trying to do callbacks to you know the classic titles and things like that because the classic women's titles were always really small, but at the same time, like you can still like i feel like um honor you know that that tradition without it being like something that'll fit in my palm, you know
0: yeah well, so I think, and I don't know if that's the plan, but I hope they they introduce a new women's world title because this is like the women's TV title right
1: yeah I feel like uh, I'm like I'm totally cool because even the WWE women's title is smaller in scale than the men's smaller is fine right smaller than
0: their secondary titles not
1: that should not be the case that secondary title looks like it's the same size as the TNT title and so it really shouldn't be the case Uh, it should be it should be smaller than the uh, world
0: title a lot of people thought a trios title or a women's tag team title would be what they introduced. Mm-hmm. So you're a, you're a big mark for titles, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And you're also a big mark for tournaments. So this has got to be a win-win for you to some yeah. degree. I just
1: don't like the TBS title. I don't like the TNT title either. I think it's an ugly title. I think it's a terrible name.
0: Yep. Um, what's funny is I, I saw someone on Twitter was like, if they had a USA Network title, people would be losing their they, minds. They completely shit on it and it's kind of interesting to me that um that they do this because well and maybe i'm overthinking it but it's like can the TNT the TNT title's been defended on pay-per-view that's yep. not TNT right and so like can the TBS title be defended on TNT on Rampage since it's on TNT right. like i assume that it can but that's just a weird it's a weird faux pas right yeah i just i think that it's bad
1: uh bad marketing i get i get what they're doing you know what I mean, but at the same time, like, I feel like that's like kind of a dumb brag. Like, I'm the champion of TBS. You know, I'm the champion of TNT. I feel like it's a dumb name. It's a dumb looking title. It's just everything about it's bad. I think. I yeah. like the fact that they have t- secondary titles. I just wish they had something different.
0: I think it's it's part of their thing of like, okay, let's be different. So we're not going to do a United States. We're not going to do mm-hmm. an X Division. We're not going to do a Intercontinental. Yeah. What do we do? Well, we could do a TV title, but that's been done before. We'll do the TNT title. Yeah, but I agree. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a great idea. TV
1: title, national title. I mean, there's a lot of stuff they could have done. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: feel like the, that's just. I don't know. And they could have thought outside the box. You know what I mean? Sometimes you don't need to always reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I feel like it's when uh, TNA did the uh, reverse battle royal. Yeah. Every, whoever gets in the ring, yeah, they advance, and it's like. That's not good. Like, right. What it's not a, it's hard to watch because, like, people are just out there fighting. It's like, why aren't you getting in the ring? Yeah. Take one, you know? Right. Go against the script. I don't know. It's just a dumb idea. Yeah. But o- overall, like, I honestly try not to overthink things like this because it's the name of a title. It's not that yeah, big a deal. It's not a huge deal, but it's kind of like New Japan having the uh, never open weight championship. hmm. Like, well, what the hell does that mean? Oh, I don't know, but it's just the name of the title. It's a cool name, but they also have the you know Intercontinental. They also have the United States. Yeah. Like, what do they mean? Well, it's just different titles. Like the United, there are United States Championships defended in Japan. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Yeah. So I, I try not to try not to look too deeply into it, but I think it's cool that the women's division has another another title now. Yeah, for sure. Bobby Fish is all elite. We knew he was coming in to wrestle Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that. And uh, then they quickly announced that he had signed with the company. Again, not a guy that I was necessarily expecting to sign, but I think, again, it's a hell of a get.
1: Hell of a get. Uh, unfortunately, the crowd didn't give a shit about that. Yeah. I saw the, I saw his entrance, and you know, it was a pretty flat crowd for that, that
0: entrance. Do you think it's because he's not as... He's not, not like, Adam Cole. Well, he's also not a main roster guy, yeah. right? I mean, he wasn't. like, And he was... Like, I think Bobby Fish is great, but I think if you were going to remo- – if you removed him from Undisputed Era, people may not notice.
1: Well, I mean, if you think about it, he he was actually gone quite a bit from Undisputed Era because of injuries. Right. And so, I mean, it's just kind of an unfortunate thing. But him and Kyle O'Reilly were actually my two favorite of that group. Mm-hmm. I loved their tag team, like them as a tag team. And, I
0: mean – I love them in Ring of Honor, Red Dragon.
1: And see, I never, I never watched them in, like – NXT is all I know about them, mm. and I know they've been elsewhere and done a lot of cool shit. I thought like, that was a
0: cool name. Yeah, that is a cool name. And how they stylized it, like one word? Yeah. Badass. And so,
1: hopefully we get to see Kyle O'Reilly in AEW. Maybe we get Red Dragon back. You he's think got so? The th- he, I mean, he's got the theme music right now, apparently. Apparently, that's the Red Dragon theme music that Bobby Fish has.
0: Oh, is he, is he doing that? Yeah, okay. is he using that? I didn't know. That's
1: from what I've heard. I mean, I, I don't know what the theme song is, but that's what people said. Well, I mean, but does does Kyle O'Reilly
0: leave? Why not? Well, yeah, but... Hey, (laughs) FNXT. Wow. (laughs) Hot take from Big Underscore Bane. He's pissed over here. No, I'm not pissed. I'm just saying, like, that's kind of what everybody's saying right now. I mean... Well, Johnny Gargano, there's talks of him possibly leaving. That's what I'm saying. I I haven't heard anything about Kyle O'Reilly's contract, so I don't know. Let
1: let these indie darlings go back to being indie darlings, and you, you guys just bring in people that don't know how to wrestle and just... You know, do your thing. Give us more Gable Stevensons. Yes. <laughs> G- give us more uh, footballers with, you know, broken knees and they can't compete anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: Give us more of those guys. What's funny is I was listening to a podcast, and it's an older podcast, but it was uh, with Wardlow, who's like MJF's heater guy. Uh-huh. And in the podcast, they asked, did you go to WWE or thought? because I actually did a tryout there and didn't get signed. He said, I was there with multiple and what's weird is I, sidebar here, a lot of people are like, oh WWE's not doing indie darlings. They've always been after athletes and that type of people. Right. I feel like, I mean,
1: yeah, oh yeah, they've always been after the football guys, the wrestling guys. Yeah, that's a lot of like, the, hey, their, this guy
0: was a stunt man in a movie. Let's sign him. Yeah. That's where
1: a lot of their their talent comes from.
0: But. He's pushed the indie darlings on his television. Right, that's kind of what it's been, I think. Yeah. But uh, anyway, he was saying during this tryout, he was so like flabbergasted by the way, like the disrespect people had because they didn't, they didn't care. Yeah, they didn't care to be in wrestling. Yeah. So they're showing up in t-shirt and shorts, not like he's wearing a three-piece suit, you know. And yeah, and guys just be like, yeah, it's whatever. Man, maybe I'll wrestle. I don't know. Like, that's insane to me. Like, and yeah. he's like, this guy had like two tryouts before. Yeah. And it's like. There's so many guys that would like slit your throat to have your spot right now, but because he's a pro, so that's what WWE goes for. Yeah, they're not reinventing the wheel; they're going back to what they know. Well, and also too, that's
1: kind of like I feel like that's '80s wrestling, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, Brian Pillman—he was a Bengals guy. You know what I mean? Like, or was it was the Bengals he was on? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on. Like, he was a football guy, and then after football didn't work out, that's when he got into pro wrestling. I mean, Bill Goldberg—he was another one. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, th- that's kind Dr. of... Dr. Death right. and that's all a, those guys. That's a running theme in pro wrestling. You know, you try something out. The Rock was on a football team before you sure. started wrestling. That That's a running theme in pro wrestling. They win all else
0: fails. We got pro wrestling to fall back on. I mean, Lex Luger. Yeah. Kevin Nash was almost a pro basketball player. Right. Undertaker made it far in pro basketball. And, like, pro basketball, like, in the European leagues, I think, is what he was about to do. So, yeah. I mean... Sometimes wrestling is the fallback, I guess. Um, But I think the weird thing is, is like you have guys that like, most of the guys that have left now, Mm -hmm. spent their whole life wanting to be pro wrestlers. Yeah. But I think it's almost because they love it so much, they know that they can, they can screw them over if they want. Yeah. In a weird way. And I don't, I'm just not a fan of that. But like, I, if I was running that company, like, obviously I'm not, but like Bray Wyatt's the last guy I would have released. And I'm sure there's more to that, mm-hmm. obviously. But like, that's not a guy I would have been like, yeah, let's, let's let him. Go. I would I would
1: have fought hard to keep him.
0: Yeah, unless Very there's hard. more. There's there's got to be
1: more to that than we know. Unless the guy straight up walked up to me and was like, "Fuck you," <laughs> I I,
0: I would have done everything. Like, let's go talk about this. Right. Yeah. Well, and and, and I get that. And so I'm, I I assume there's more to it. I don't know whether it's, you know injuries or or whatever they felt that there was a it was the need to let him go and whatever but yeah
1: but you know what to me even that doesn't matter he's got such star power bring him in as a manager yeah you know what i mean do something with the guy
0: that guy is money he doesn't need to wrestle every week right that's kind of been my my whole thing like punks had like what three matches i think yeah he's had two matches on tv one on Mm pay-per-view i think that's all he's done yeah and you notice he he worked mostly up-and-coming guys he hasn't even worked a big name yet yeah there's something to be said about that. Yep. So, I don't know. It's just weird. I I, I just think I, I look at uh, AEW, it's like, oh, you scored Bobby Fish. Hell of a get. Yep. WWE just brought in, you know, Rick Steiner's kid and stole my name. You know, yeah, like, it's, right. I don't know. It's not even, it's just not that exciting. And good on him for making a name for himself, but it's like, how are you go Bobby Fish? Like, and he's well,
1: probably going to be NXT champion very soon. Because, like I said, Halloween Havoc, he is
0: facing Ciampa for the title. Right, but the problem is he's not been does anyone care about that? It's too soon.
1: I I don't know if people care about it. I don't care. I think it's a dumb idea. You know what yeah. I mean? Like nothing against, you know, uh Rex, but like I just I think it's effing stupid. The guy's been on TV for a month. Right. You know what I mean? Like who the hell else gets that kind of push? And and not only that's that. That's faster than Lesnar. Yeah, and not only that, that's, like, if you want to go the kayfabe route, he has no last name. You know what I mean? Like, they're not promoting him as a Steiner, so why the F is he getting a push?
0: Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean?
1: Like, if, he, if they had the last name Steiner attached to it, I'd be like, okay.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, no, they're pushing him as Braun Breaker. Well, what's weird is, and I know, because I get asked this all the time, like, well you know, why why, why not they just what they call that Hennig's kid? Why don't they call him Hennig? I'm like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I can't answer that. Yeah. And so I feel like if you take a casual fan and sees him, you might think, Oh, the Steiners, but he has a different name. Oh, well, he must not be a Steiner. Right. Like why like why? I don't yeah. know. Like why get in your own way? It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, that being said, I do know Johnny Gargano's contract is coming up mm-hmm. and apparently he relate he you know, erased all NXT references. Good could be him trolling. But it's weird. It's almost like NXT is just becoming a completely different thing. And I yeah. I feel like the thing that made it stand out all these years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which it's been about five or six years now yeah. uh, as being a, a big thing, was what he was doing before. So I don't know. It's just strange to me.
1: Yeah, I, I've turned it on a couple of times since they've changed it to NXT 2.0, and I can already tell you I don't like the new crop of talent. Yeah. Um, I just don't care about it. You know what I mean? Like... I, I care equally as much about NXT now that I care about the main roster, which is like slim to
0: none. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Not a not a good thing to, to piss off your fan base. Yeah. Johnny K-9, did you watch his Dark Side of the Ring? I did. I did watch that. That's interesting, right? Very interesting. Yeah, I, got, I, got, I caught up on Dark Side of the
1: Ring. Uh, was well, it did, Sunday? Did you see
0: FMWs, too? I did. I watched that one, yeah. That what was a think? very good episode. It was. That was a very, very good episode. Pretty wild, though.
1: Yeah, pretty wild stuff. I didn't know anything about uh, Onita. Was that his name? Mm-hmm. And that was actually the first time learning uh, about Hayabusa. His story is effing tragic. Yeah. Um. I Yeah, It. I still hate seeing that clip. I had never seen it before until oh. that, and that was, and just knowing that 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 one thing ended his career is like
0: scary as shit to mm-hmm. me. Um, and you can kind of see his foot slip, and there's yeah. I I remember seeing clips of him doing that moonsault, and he was he did it so effortless effortlessly mm-hmm. that one time, you know. But if you notice, every time Jericho does it, he always would set his feet.
1: Yeah, but then there's also that one clip of Mr. Perfect saving his ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's one of those things where I think just accidents happen, you know, and I think yeah. that's what, what happened to Hayabusa, and that that sucks. He's a, You know, he's a very, for my own personal experience, he's a very interesting guy because I had no knowledge of, of Japanese wrestling, but I, I had WCW versus NWO World Tour, and one of my favorite characters to play was this character named Hannibal. And it was Hayabusa. Yeah. And I had no idea it was Hayabusa, but like. Right, because we didn't know that. Right. Throughout the years, I've recreated that Hannibal character like over and over and over again. And like just probably about like five or six years ago is when I found out who it was based on. Yeah, and you're like, like
0: oh, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And so it kind of like automatically made me
0: a fan of his. But yeah, that that was such a tragic story, like hearing about that. So this is a pretty disgusting story, but. I used to have a job back in the mid-2000s, right before I started wrestling. And the boss, I don't know, if, is it one of those weird things where he's trying to be funny? I don't know. We, we have a lot of weird interactions, me and you. Yes, we do. And um, he's like, hey, come in here. I want you to check this out. I was like, okay. He pulls up his computer. Check out yes. this email I got. I'm like, all right. And I'm thinking, like, what the hell is this? And it's a video, and it's the Hayabusa injury. And it's just you see it, and then he... Lays there and it's just, he goes, but that hurt. I'm like, yeah, he's paralyzed now. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I was like, like, he's paralyzed. He can't walk. Yeah. That was like, I think that happened like 2001, maybe. Yeah. It's been a while. And this, this is like five years after. Mm-hmm. And it's still hard to watch. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's paralyzed. And I could tell by his reaction, he didn't know what to say. But I'm like, because he thought he was making a funny. But I'm like, but like, what's funny about that? The dude, right. I mean, that looks. So disgusting. Yeah, like that's worse than Steve Austin's. I think.
1: Or that'd be like laughing at Sid's broken leg.
0: <laughs> but that hurt. Yeah, yeah, he broke his leg in yeah, half. Yeah. I'm
1: sure it did. You, you can <laughs> see it dangling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it effing hurt.
0: Yeah, I don't. And so I don't know. I, wrestling has that weird weirdness to it. I, I guess that people don't sometimes um, process. I guess. And yeah. That was just one of those. Like, yep. Well, he's paralyzed now, so I'm. It probably actually didn't feel it. So maybe that's right that's the beauty of it. I don't know. Like it just super disturbing.
1: Yeah, it really is. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the Johnny canine episode was actually really damn good too, because mm-hmm. I had never even heard of the guy. Yeah. Uh, and so I was, I was pretty excited to hear it. And it, it almost sounded like some of the guys involved in the, in the conversation halfway didn't even believe that it was true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's pretty interesting.
0: Well, even his wife, like, cause there was that accusation that he killed the, the family yeah. and he's like, he didn't do that. Yeah. But I don't know if they ever figured out who did, so... Because I know they said that he got charged for it, but then it, the charges got dropped. Yeah, um, so it might still be a kind of a cold case. I'm not yeah. sure, but... That's one of those weird cases where I knew nothing about... I'd never seen that guy. Never heard of him a day in my life. Never saw his job matches, which I guess were plentiful. Yeah. Didn't know about him. Um And it's kind of crazy. It's one of those weird things. Like, everyone's like, oh, such a great guy. But it's like, hear about the crap he's involved in, you're like, holy crap, it's nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah and it's... I think it's, I think it, and they might've said or alluded to this, but I think it's one of those things where the guy like wanted pro wrestling to work so bad so he could get out of that life. Like he had mm. an excuse to, and when it just didn't, that's when he was just like, Oh, I
0: guess this is all I got. Yeah. could be sad, yeah. sad existence. Really sad. Next week is Luna Vashon. That'll be a fun I, one. I cannot wait for that. Cause I have no idea what it, could, what it could be about. Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know what's, what's happened with her, what happened, you know, during her period of
0: time. I do know she's got some uh, interesting life experiences, yeah. just to say the least. So I'm sure that one will be... I think they actually interview one of her kids, which is... Oh, do they? Yeah. I didn't is, realize she had kids. Yeah. Well, and she was married to Grail for a while. I did know that, yeah. And so I think he's interviewed on there. So I'm sure I'm sure it's an interesting story. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Um, I'm not a Dancing with the Stars guy. I don't think you are probably either. But what would you think about Jeannie Miz? Was that who that was? Yeah. I kept seeing
1: a post of a, of a white dude in a genie costume. I had no clue it was the Miz.
0: That's wild, man. So has Miz gone to that point where he's been wrestling too long? Like, he should have already made that escape to Hollywood, I think. Yeah. The problem, the, the
1: unfortunate thing is, is he's not the best actor in the
0: world. No. So he's, no. he's not going
1: to be, you know... He's not the next Rock. Right. And so... Um, it's like I didn't
0: even know he was doing this. I did. I've been.
1: I've, <laughs> I mean, I haven't been following it, but I've been I, seeing so many tweets
0: about it. I've heard about it, but I, I wasn't like, yeah. I wasn't like, who the hell is this guy? Right. It's yeah. But well, I was I okay. had no idea. That I Genie saw a video of him is. getting painted. That's how I knew.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I, good on him. You know what I mean? Like, if you're if your wrestling careers winding down, you know, do something to keep that relevancy up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: No, I don't knock it. It just, I feel like he's one of those guys where it's like. His exit plan should have happened like five years ago. Right. And it just never did. And it's just, he's one of those guys that I feel like he's been there so long. Mm -hmm. In a weird way, if WWE had let him go, I'd have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's not that like he's bad or anything, because I've never thought The Miz was bad. But he's been there so long Mm -hmm. that it's like nothing about him excites me. But I think, I think with The Miz, I think he's good
1: for business. And I don't mean that in like the, you know, a. Triple H authority type way. I think he's like, I think he, because he goes to all the little like signings, all the little cricket thing, you know, he does all that type of shit. He's, he's good at interviews. I mean, he's, he's,
0: he's a, a good, he's a good spokesperson. He is a
1: super solid spokesperson. I think that's the same reason why Titus O'Neil is still there. Yeah. Um, I think, I think some of those guys are just built for the business side of it. And they also wrestle, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Whereas some guys are fantastic in the ring, but they kind of are, are the shits when it comes to the, you know, the, the, the you know, other side of it.
0: Right. Well, you know, I've also heard that. There's some guys that like, I don't really want to be, like, top, top guy because I don't want to do, yeah, you know, media day starting at 5 a.m. That sounds horrible. Yeah. And hey, I'd be right there. I, I would not be super fond of that either. Yeah. So, I totally get it. But, again, he's just one of those guys where I'm like, what else do you do with this guy? Yeah. I mean, is it the rematch with Bad Bunny next year? It's like... I mean,
1: he's he's probably, he could honestly probably retire soon. You yeah. know what I mean? He's got his reality show and everything. I mean, that seems like it's going good for him. I mean, he can be one of those guys that constantly, like, does stuff on the outside of WWE but keeps the in, so they'll keep promoting
0: him, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be my strategy. Which I think is probably a smart move, like, kind of move away from active wrestling and mm-hmm. still be around but not yeah. all the time. Yeah. But that's another problem. If he disappeared for a year, I don't think anyone's like, man, where's the Miz? I missed the Miz. (laughs) No, yeah, (laughs) no one like no one's. I don't think anyone's noticed that he's not wrestling.
1: No, yeah. The only the only reason I noticed because I saw um, what's his face, Uh, John Morrison, in a singles match and Miz wasn't there. But they've also been working the injury angle with the Miz up until late. So like that's probably
0: why he's explained his absence type of thing. Right. So, I don't know. Interesting stuff we got a little bit of movie talk. Why do you say we dive into it? Let's do it.
1: This is Breakup and Bait up at the movies, yeah. This is Breakup and Bait up at the movies, yeah. All right, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now?
0: All right, Big Underscore Bane, tell you what we got now. Uh, they just released the trailer this week for Home Sweet, Home Alone. Yes, they did. Coming exclusively to Disney+. Plus. Uh, is this on your radar? What are you thinking, man? Uh, we'll probably check it out.
1: You know, I mean, whenever it comes out, we'll probably probably check it out. But I'm not, like, super excited about it. I am a huge Pete Holmes fan. I know you say you didn't know who he is. Um, he is a guy who had a very short-lived talk show on TBS, and it was all thanks to Conan O'Brien. And he also did all these skits for uh, College Humor that were um, him – basically parodying Batman. I do I remember those. Yes, that was him and so he's he he's super funny guy and his stand-up comedy is really funny. Super funny guy. So he might if the script is good, he might knock it out of the park in that movie, but like other than that, it's one of those things where I just I feel like Home Alone is one of those you kind of just need to let let it die. You I know think what so? I mean? Let yeah. it be a classic.
0: No, don't touch a classic. Kind of like jingle all the way to and stuff.
1: Right. Like we don't need a like we don't need a new miracle on thirty-fourth street. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. just let the classics be classics.
0: No, I agree. Um I I think the problem is with stuff like this is it's it's exciting mm-hmm. if you're fans of the original stuff, kinda like, ooh, the Sandlot Two. Yeah. But Sandlot Two sucked ass. Right. But I mean I'm saying like the excitement of like, oh, they're doing another one. Right this is awesome, but then it really isn't. It's just kind of like, ugh.
1: Well, the the problem with a lot of these concepts is is why we liked them. We were kids, and the main character was a kid. Mm -hmm. Now we're adults. And And the main character's a kid. And the main character's a kid. So, for one, we don't really relate to the kid. Two, we also kind of look through movies in a different lens now, whereas back then... We didn't give a shit about acting. Now, we're going to know if that kid is a terrible-ass actor. Sure. You know, and that's going to put us out of the movie real quick. And, like, even even watching Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin's probably one of the best kid actors in the world, but he was still a kid actor. You know, and you can definitely tell that watching that movie. But we still love it because we grew up with that movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, Sandlot, there's a lot of bad acting in that movie, too. You know what I Three mean? Three Ninjas. Yeah, Three Ninjas is horrible. But, like... We loved them as a kid because we didn't really care about it. Well, Three Ninjas
0: is still fun though.
1: Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, but the the, the acting, I get what you're saying. But if there was a movie that was all kids that came out that was a super fun concept, but it came out right now, we'd probably be like, This is
0: dumb. Right. Because I mean it doesn't appeal in the same way. I get what you're saying. Well, it's kind of like rewatching a cartoon from your childhood. Mm -hmm. Like part of me wants to rewatch X-Men and Spider-Man and all that stuff on Disney Plus. But it's hard. It's hard to get back into it. Even yeah. like Batman the Animated Series, I, I think that still holds up in a pretty good way. But can't watch it though. You can't sit so there binge watch it. It's right. a cartoon. Yeah. Like it's it's fun for what it is. But you're like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I still love Freakazoid, but I can't sit there and watch forty episodes of
0: Freakazoid. Well, luckily there's not that many. Yeah, there's <laughs> well, close to that. Yeah, it was like two seasons, right? Yeah, and it was. It was uh, that's a show that should have went longer, so Yeah, and you know he had
1: that. Uh, he had that. Return on on the Teen Titans was last year, the year before, mm-hmm. and I was really had fingers crossed that we'd you know get a new Freakazoid
0: because they brought back all the original voices and everything for that. That was so weird because like that was a, a crossover that I'm like, well, he's not a DC character. Technically, he's a Warner Brothers character, right? So I mean, I know it's kind of yeah, but he's not technically under the DC envelope, which yeah. I thought was interesting. But DC and Warner Brothers are like they're sister companies, yeah. Right? So I mean, that's why we got DC at Six Flags. So I mean. It's yeah, he fits right in. Yeah, it's weird that they wouldn't do like a at least a comic book or something. I you know also too, I would be up for if they ever tried to do a serious take on Freakazoid. I don't know if they would, but that might be. I almost I I feel like
1: I feel like the the closest you can get to a serious Freakazoid is um, a Deadpool esque movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like where there's serious elements, but overall, because I mean Freakazoid. Is Deadpool, yeah, you know what I mean. That's that's all Freakazoid is. He's Deadpool, and so if they if they were to ever do a movie about Freakazoid, it would have to have those similar elements. But they could easily do Freakazoid, a movie like that, without it being rated R. It doesn't have to be hard R, right? You know what I mean? It's like, just more goofy, yeah. Yeah, but no, I, agree I wish
0: wish to the gods of movies they would bring back Freakazoid. I'm kind of surprised they have it. I feel like what's that's a very retro title that I think people would get into all over again. And on top of that, I feel like I mean, Hulu brought back Animaniacs. Yeah. I feel like it
1: would do better now because it was so far ahead of its time. I feel like now it would fit in so much better with the cartoons because all the cartoons nowadays are super wacky, super crazy. True. You know what I mean? And it would fit in so much better in this day and age. Whereas back then everything was like dark, gloomy, serious, you know? I mean, look at when it came out, that's when we had Batman and gargoyles and shit like that. You true. know what I mean? So I don't know.
0: Well, speaking of that, like you were talking about things that from the nineties, so Animaniacs came back on Hulu probably Mm -hmm. about a year or two ago, whenever that was. Mm -hmm. I was all excited about that, but like even I couldn't rewatch. I couldn't watch all of it because it's just like it's the same thing, and I'm like, ugh, you know
1: what I mean? I watched some of the new episodes, and there were some that were funny to me, uh, some episodes that were funny to me, but overall, it became one of those things where, and this is something that pisses me off with just the world today. Here comes grumpy old man Bane. But, like, literally everything has to be politicized. Yes. And that's exactly how Animaniacs was. Like, it wasn't the entire show.
0: But they threw the little jabs in but there. But
1: they threw all these little jabs. And, and I'm not, like, I'm not here to piss anybody off. I'm not a Trump fan. But I was really annoyed that, that Animaniacs, of all people, decided that they just had to weigh in on it. Hmm. It's like, because that I'm here
0: for yucks. I'm not here right. for a political agenda. That that's kind of how I look at our podcast and cartoons in general and entertainment. Right. Like I can sit there and watch CNN all day if I want to. Right. I don't. I, I don't, don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> I, this is my escape from that. Yes. That's like I listen to a, a podcast I really like is Zach to the Future and it's Mark Paul Gossler and, and his co-host mm-hmm. dissecting an episode of Say by the Bell every episode. Yeah. I can do that. Right but i mean like but there's times on that show they they brought up current events and i'm like skip yeah like stay on let's talk about the max let's talk about yeah. the weird dude that does magic tricks and stuff like yeah. that's to me why what I enjoy about the entertainment. So,
1: and I, I, know there are, there are times in this podcast where we have talked about things, uh, current events, but it's one of those things where it's like an unavoidable. Yeah. Like, like we've talked about COVID before on the show, but that's one of those things that's unavoidable. We right. had to talk about that, but like, I think it's just dumb that every, everything in the world
0: nowadays has to be politicized and you have to
1: take a side. And it's like, yeah, yeah God, I, I, I don't care.
0: I, I hate that so many people can't get along Yeah. Like, and I saw somebody said this the other day. I thought it was funny. It's like, you don't see two people arguing and one person be like, you're right. Yeah. Never saw it your way. Right. I've changed all my views. Yes. (laughs) It's just two people yelling at a wall. (laughs) Pretty much. all it is. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, like, at a certain point, we're wasting our breath. Yes. Speaking of that, I had a very weird interaction the other day. And I, I like to bring these up when we have them. So I was... It was actually, just yesterday, I was at the car wash of all places. Okay, I was at Tulsa Hills, which people local won't know, but you know, there's a car wash there where they're like, hmm, smell that panda from here. <laughs> I wish because <laughs> I would have gotten into that conversation. Right? So I pull up and it had like an automated or a cash one, and I had some cash on me. So I was like, I'll just use that. And he's like, uh, which kind of wash would you like today? And I was like, I'll do the $10 wash, mm-hmm. hand him a $20 bill, he does the whole check to like make sure it's real. He goes, Just kidding. I'm like, <laughs> like, what the hell, buddy? Well, thank God, because it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, he hands me, a, of course, a ten dollar bill back, and he's like, "It's it's a good one." I'm like, "Thanks." Like, I thought that was so weird. Like, jeez. I I, I admire the fact that your first joke didn't land, and you're like, right. "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try again." Yeah, he's gonna laugh this time. Still no. Yeah. <laughs> people God. are people are so strange.
1: Oh man.
0: Well, anyway, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of
1: the show We'll break or remain do a bit of toy talk. Here we go.
0: Open the box. It's the part of the show We'll break or remain do a bit of toy talk. Big underscore Bane, unrivaled series seven from AEW is officially shipping from Ringside Collectibles. These got delayed. Did you ever hear what happened on the delay? I did not. So Dax Hardwood's packaging said Dax Hardwood. I see nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they caught it, I guess, yeah. and uh, it's been fixed. So I haven't. I mean, I I don't. I kind of wonder if some slip through. I want a Dax Hardwood. Figure. But it was actually on the side and on the back, so yeah. they had to like completely redo the cards, I guess. Yeah. But
1: Tony Khan, if you want to make me
0: a stay, fi- like you want to keep me a
1: fan, I
0: need a Dax Hardwood figure. <laughs> I thought that was so funny, and then I guess his figure um, in the the original like digital rendering, mm-hmm. he had kick pads on, and he kind of was like, "I have never worn kick pads in my life," <laughs> and so I thought that was a weird thing that that mm, kind of slipped weird. through there, but yeah. The carded figure shows uh, shows laces, but good. Um, I don't know if you've seen pictures of these yet. They look pretty good. Cash and Dax both have their uh, like their bomber jackets, but they awesome. went plastic, not satin. That I feel like that would have been a better like cloth choice. Do you not think so? Yeah, that would have been, and it could um, be a cost cutting thing. I don't know. Could be, but compare
1: these for me. How do you think they uh, hold up to the Mattel ones that we've seen of those two?
0: Let me look at them again. So Mattel didn't make a lot of them. They did not, but they did make some. They did make some. They had a couple of two packs, and I know they had one elite figure in the NXT mm-hmm. line. Mm-hmm. The fact that these have um jackets of some sort, I feel like already adds an element of that makes it better. Yeah. So let's see. I want to look at uh some looking at Cash Wheeler here. But I,
1: I have always been a big fan, like uh, since has come about, I've been a big fan of comparing between
0: Jax and Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: or Jazzwares. And, like, I, I'm looking at the, the Rusev versus Miro, and, I dude, I like the Rusevs better than those Miro figures. No, I agree. Just because they really effed up with that,
0: those arms. So this is a weird one because the jacket, like I said, it, the jacket looks good, but it's plastic. It also includes the AEW tag titles. I mean, I think Cash Wheeler looks pretty. Pretty solid. There's nothing on there where I'm like, oh, that sucks. I'm right. Look at Harwood. Harwood's got his knee brace. The face isn't dead on. Yeah. Um. But again, it's also a little bit difficult to see the design on the trunks because the jacket's in the way. Yeah. They both have the logos on the knee pads. I mean, I think these look good. Are they better? It's hard to say. Yeah. It's interesting, though, because I remember when I saw the Matt Hardy AEW figure. It looked good, but I didn't think it was like exceptionally better than Mattel. Yeah, but it moved off the pegs way faster. Yeah, because it's an AEW figure. Right, it's all about that packaging.
1: Yeah.
0: Oddly enough, yesterday I was at Walmart and they restocked Series Four. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought that was that was interesting. So I'm like, well, if you missed out on some of the series, keep a lookout. Yeah, for sure. Because there's a, there. I guess they're still kind of hitting. So this is a. Unrivaled series seven. Lance Archer is also in this wave, which is nice. a good figure. No, yeah. r- no ring jacket there, but he has so much detail on his pants, yeah. and his hair and tattoos. I kind of wonder if that's why, but I feel like it's kind of a miss. Yeah, a little bit, but I think it's acceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you know I feel like you don't have
1: to have entrance gear for every character. Sure, you know, um, I think it's totally okay. And
0: and Lance Archer is going to have multiple figures. That's not his only figure. Sure. So, what do you think about them not doing a um, A basic type line, or a cheaper price point, because I know uh, in Unmatched, I think it's Series Four. They're doing Cody in the suit. Okay, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense because you know he wears a suit a lot. But that would be like a good basic or whatever, right? Yeah, you spend now twenty two dollars on that. Probably not because all the figures are going up in price, which that's not. Specific to Jazzwares or any company, that's just kind of across the board. Yeah, it's just an unfortunate part of where we live right now.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think it would be smart to do um, basics. Honestly, I think and, and realistically, I, I don't think they could have because they had to immediately compete with Mattel. Yeah, but I think it would have been smart to, if not start out with a basic, bring those at the same time,
0: which is what Mattel did. Right. And basics were ten, elites were twenty. It made sense because yeah. it's two different price points, and you know, if you're a young kid, you have thirty bucks, you can get one Elite, or have a little bit of, little money, three or three Basics, yeah, yeah.
1: And that's, and that's, that's another thing to factor in. Like as a kid, you you have to really be careful with your toys now because yeah. mom and dad might not go buy you another one if you break this one. Sure. So uh, it's kind of one of those
0: things where you just you really got to be careful with it. Jazzwares also has the license for the uh Fortnite three and three quarter inch figures, mm-hmm. and those retail for about $10. I would like them to make three and three quarter AEW figures. Yeah, but I feel like if with figures, like you almost have to stay in scale. Yeah. You know and, and which is why they stay all the same.
1: Yeah, and so I like like especially if they are gonna do like a basic or something like that, it'd have
0: to be in the same scale as mm-hmm. the elites or the unmatched, unrivaled. Yeah, but I think as a As a side thing, it would be fun. Kind of
1: similar to like the
0: retros and shit like that. Yeah. Just a sideline. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds, big underscore bane. It's coming up at the end of October. It's our uh, first ever second pay per view event. Yes. Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds
1: 2021. Breaker. 2021. Um, It is coming up very, very soon. And this. Let me pull it up here. So, as I mentioned last week on Adrenaline as punishment for Bill Benis' involvement with your decision-making, I put him in a match against Soda Hunter. And let's let's just say, shout out to Soda Hunter for getting the job done and getting the job done quick. I appreciate it, sir. Um, Also, too... We had, you know, uh, some announcements for Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. People saw that on there, which I, we haven't really dove into too much. We do know the main event for Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds, which will be Mike the Cleaner versus Jordan Zeilinger. because Jordan Zeilinger won the Fatality tournament. We decided to
0: give him a give him a shot. And let's not let's not gloss over the fact that uh, Jordan Zeilinger became the PHPW champion. One year ago at Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holes. Can lightning strike twice? In the same place? I don't know. We will find out. I mean, I know Jordan Zeilinger is kind of the underdog of PHPW. I think that's fair to say. But, dude, this is Mike the effing cleaner. He'll fold your ass up, bro. If Jordan is the underdog,
1: freaking Mike the cleaner is the Overman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I knew that would get you. Yeah, Richard Overman (laughs) White. When I found that that wasn't his middle name, I was very disappointed. Yeah,
1: that's that is disappointing. Um, but then we also know the 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 new title that you introduced, the Open Weight Grand Prix Champion Grand Prix Championship, will be on the line as Jack
0: Gamble will defend against Scott Toon. Which I'm looking forward to that. I think that'll be a great match. What an opportunity for Scott Toon. Absolutely, yeah. Um could be uh, the breakout star fully posable. No offense to Jeff, but You know, Scott's got a chance to take it home. Absolutely.
1: Well, then we also have the uh, Tag Team Championship on the line. We made the decision last week here on uh, Power Hour that the Scranton Syndicate would take on the Inevitable Assassins. I can't believe those words are even coming out of my mouth, but for the Tag Team Championship.
0: It's happening. But you know what? I believe it was the Scranton Strangler that got a win, kind of by my surprise, your surprise, everybody's surprise, over Poetic Prophet.
1: Yeah. I mean, just a fluke. It was a fluke, but but he did it once,
0: Bane. Yeah. You cannot deny the fact that these guys have been on a tear. And the fact that the Scranton Syndicate somehow was able to get a, a win, he pinned his shoulders to the mat. One, two, three. It, that and, needs to be awarded. And, and, and I will say you know, we're awarding him yeah. by,
1: by sending them into the lion's
0: den. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not going to go well for him. No. Uh, my God. But if, if you don't, like, we're never going to hear the end of it.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, also, at Ghost Goblins and Grab a Hold, our good friend... My good friend, good brother Mike, the Brigade Butcher, is going to be in
0: a match against Ricky the Roper Rex. I don't even know who to be on. I don't I'm not, I mean I'm definitely not on your side, but I mean, do I choose the side of Ricky? No. He kind of smells weird. Here's the thing. Backstage Bill caught
1: up to me and said, "You and I need to have some words." I said, "What?" He said I need Pyro back in PHPW, Breaker. And I said, "Well, you know, he lost. He got fired." He said, "Well, I need him back. He needs to come back." And I said, "Okay, well, the only way to get him back is you know, you know, he he works under my terms." Yeah. And he said, "Well, what are your terms?" I said, "Don't don't worry about what my terms are. You bring him you bring him to Ghost Goblins or Grappleholds, I'll have a job for him, you know. So we'll find out what that is. I'll let I'll let everybody in on the secret what that is um, at Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds. But Pyro's going to come back, but he's going to come back on my my terms, and he's going to do things the way I want them to be done. This doesn't sound good. I, I think you you know what I I'm here to entertain people. I'm here to I'm here. I to think you're here to entertain yourself. I'm well that too. And I mean, isn't that the most fun? Is entertaining mm-hmm. yourself? Well for you, I'm I mean, sure it is. everything I do is entertain me, Breaker. Of course, you're, correct. and it seems like everybody else seems to enjoy it. So, no, nope, I don't think that's it at all. I I, I, I beg to differ. Well, also, too, Breaker on Adrenaline. We had a jam packed show on Adrenaline, but backstage, something, some there's something in the air backstage because it seems like almost every week we get a fight breaks out
0: backstage. It's it's a crazy place.
1: I, I don't know what Umberto's putting in those tacos, but
0: it it's they're it's they're damn wild. good though. They are damn good.
1: Uh, They are damn good. I'm a big fan of the polio. Um, That's chicken. Yeah, that is chicken. Uh, But Aaron Anders came up behind Dimitri Alexandrov. I don't know if he was defending your honor because you got your ass kicked last week by Dimitri Alexandrov, but he came up and just beat the ever-loving crap out of Dimitri Alexandrov.
0: And I I mean, I don't speak for anybody, but I mean, are you becoming corrupt now? Is that is that what the dealio is? I didn't have anyone beat up anyone. Sure,
1: sure. That's that's sure. Yeah, you didn't you didn't you didn't throw him an extra twenty dollar bill and say, "Hey, go beat the crap out of." Dimitri. He is
0: some dime store hooker, baby. He ain't doing it for a twenty spot. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had okay. I washed my hands of this one. So Aaron Anders attacks Dmitri Alexandrov. Why is that on me? Because. Conveniently, the week before, you got beat up by Dmitri Alexandrov. That doesn't mean I had anything to do with this. I know you and Aaron Anders are good buddies. I was good buddies
1: with Dimitri too, up until, you know. We he had beat dark. the crap out of you, right? Yeah, that usually ends I a was, friendship. I was good buddies with Tier 1 and Mike the Cleaner. Now, all of a sudden, everybody hates me. Well, yeah, we start having people attacked and thrown off tractor trailers. That usually happens. I do what's best for business. Anyway, speaking of best for business, I decided that I'm going to put Aaron Anders up against Dimitri Alexandrov who goes Goblins and Gaffer Okay. They're, they're going to fight in the ring, and you know what they're
0: going to fight? They're going to fight for the diehard championship that Aaron Anders holds around his waist. Well, you know what? I've seen both these guys covered in their own blood and their opponent's blood, so I think that'll be quite the match.
1: I think that'll be exciting. That, uh, I believe... So far, that's all the announcements we got on Ghost Goblins and Grapple holds It is shaping up to be one hell of an event.
0: I think so. I think it will be an epic event. We got s- several title matches, including the new weight Grand Prix Championship. Yes. That will be very exciting yes. um, to see what happens there. Of course, Jack Gamble is our, kind of our inevitable champion there. Like, yeah. Inaugural, yeah. Yeah. You know, so kind of change things up. Um, tournament time, we talked about this last couple of weeks. And uh, 90s fads is our tournament, Big Underscore Bane. So yes. we are actually going to do our official draft here. Do you have... So we have eight official entries into this tournament. What do you have so far? Since it is my idea, I will let you do the first draft Okay. Well, I'm going to kick it off right. Jinko jeans. Jinko jeans. So let's talk about those for a little bit. Um, what the hell were Jinko jeans, in your opinion? Jinko jeans were
1: ugly-ass ugly as sin i mean jeans that i i want to call them bell bottoms but like they skater. they they were skater jeans but like essentially they they were similar to bell bottoms in that they got bigger at the end but the difference is they weren't skinny until the bottom they were like they just kept getting wider the the further down you went and then on top of the i mean like the base around them would cover your shoe like yeah they were wide and so...
0: They were huge for a little bit there.
1: Huge, huge, huge. And then...
0: Well, it's like... Well, there was that fad period where, like, everybody wore them. Yes. And then it was just like... But it only lasted for a few months. But then, like, the like, skater guys kept wearing them.
1: Right. Um, but then they had pockets that legit
0: went down to your ankles. Not all of them, but some of them, yes. Yes. And so it's like... I actually had one pair of Jinko jeans. Did you? And they weren't as gnarly looking as a lot of these but they had a blue stripe down the side okay i remember those so if you had like a blue t-shirt they actually kind of look cool yeah like they weren't as goofy looking if that makes sense because they had some like way over the top and some that were just kind of like okay those are just like a kind of a loud pair of jeans yeah i remember i couldn't wear them long because uh if you dry them once they were like basically they were high waters
1: Oh really? They shrunk up real bad. Shrunk
0: up real bad. I remember, like, to the point where, like, I would be sitting in a chair. You know, your your leg, your pant legs, ride up when you're in a chair. Yeah. And when that happened, like straight up, like you could see, like, past my sock all the way to like my ankle. Yeah. Kind of embarrassing. Looked
1: like you're wearing capris.
0: Yep, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. All right. So, uh, my draft pick is number uh, it's number two here. I think this might surprise you because I don't think it's probably on your list. Gigapits. Ooh, that's a good one. So, what do you remember about Gigapet's Big Underscore thing. If I remember right, they were very similar to Tamagotchi. Yeah, it was like a digital pet keychain electronic game. Basically, you had to clean up the poop, you had to feed it, otherwise it died. And so basically the game went as long as you took care of your little creature, right? Yep. Yep, and which is similar to Tamagotchi. And well and they well I think Gigapets was the offshoot of what Tamagotchi was. Yeah. And so they ended up getting banned at school because kids wanted to bring them to school to feed their pets and stuff mm-hmm. because teachers like, those are a distraction. It's like... It yeah. takes two seconds to do I it. know. It really wasn't. And so then, like, me and my sister had them. We'd give them to our mom. She would take them to work to <laughs> feed them. And then she got distracted at work. And then, you know, you know it's right. just, they fall out of favor because you can't be on it all the time. It would work way better than, like, in a cell phone type thing. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, because you can be like, hey, we're going to go take a dump mm-hmm. and just go... Play with Tamagotchi. Bingo. That sounds dirty. It does. Um, okay. Well, my next pick. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna do that one because I have a feeling you're gonna do it too. Um, I'm gonna go with. Here's an oddball one breaker. Oh God, the Macarena dance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that totally fits, though. Absolutely, it does. What? How did that come up? How did that come to be?
1: in in the 1990s we liked a lot of dumb shit boy did we ever um and the 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 macarena was one but everybody did that and i think it was just cuz it was such an easy dance cuz it was literally just like your hands and then
0: you know and basically you got your hands to your butt and you shook your butt right you wiggled a little bit and
1: that was it uh- so bad dumb just dumb it was a white people dance for sure oh
0: god yeah yeah the macarena dance that might be the winner (laughs) (laughs) wow 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 so i'm gonna throw uh throw one at you here that i don't think you're gonna you may or may not remember yikes pencils oh man i love those dude how great were those those were awesome i haven't seen them in a long time i don't know how many times it'd be like not like beginning of the school year but like the, the book fair, they'd have them there, right? Yeah, we're just being at Walmart. Like, I need some pencils. Yeah. And somebody was like, okay, grab you some. And so, like, get the big, huge box. Like, number two pencils are, like, 20 cents. Yeah. And these Yikes pencils are, like, two bucks, and there's four of them. Can I get these? Right. Like, come on. Like, yeah. you get the regular ones. Yeah. But these, they're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are so much fun.
1: Oh, yeah. I absolutely love those. um All right. Well, the next pick I'm going to go with,
0: how about Furby's? Furby, yeah, that yeah. was a that was the big Christmas item probably of that year, probably 97, 98, I would imagine. Yep, yep, that one, and that was very short-lived. My um, my stepmom had one of those.
1: I mean, she was begging for it, and mm-hmm. she, I think that first year, she actually wasn't able to get it, and then she ended up getting it the next year because the fat had died down a little bit.
0: Well, Furbies were huge, but I don't think anything was bigger in the 90s than Beanie Babies. Okay, Yep. that was on my list. So far now, we have officially Jinko Jeans, Gigapets, The Macarena Dance, Yikes Pencils, Furby, Beanie Babies, Big or Scorbane, what is going to be your final pick? Okay, I'm going to go ahead and bring it up because
1: I'm afraid you're not going to, and then we're just going to miss out. Pogs.
0: Pogs. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so that was going to be my pick, but I also had a safety. Okay. And uh, because you uh, did not pick it, I will pick it. Goosebumps. Awesome. So um, we can officially draft a tournament here if you want, but basically our official... Um, picks are as follows: We have Jinko Jeans, Giga Pets, the Macarena Dance, Yikes, Pencils, Furby, Beanie Babies, Pogs, Goosebumps.
1: Yep. Yeah, so here's an honorable mention, and that that's it's something that I feel like what if if you had mentioned Pogs, it was going to be my next pick, and that is Napster. Oh yeah, yeah. uh Because Napster is, of course. It probably wouldn't have been as big had it not came out when it did. But that but that really was the first ever um, streaming service, yeah. In, in a certain sense, I mean, like that's where you downloaded music. I mean, that's where you got all, everything. And then, of course, LimeWire came along and just completely destroyed your computer. But
0: yeah, well, and I I remember um, remember Channel One when we were young. At school? Yes. It was like a news show for kids. I don't yeah. know if all the schools had it or not, but it was like a 15-minute news show that we would all watch. Mm-hmm. And they actually had Lars Ulrich on there, if you remember, discussing Napster. Yes. Because is the first ones that like put a stop to it. Yeah. And a lot of people were very mad about him. But even at that time, I was thinking, like, why are they mad at Lars Ulrich? Like, he didn't... He didn't... Like they're stealing his music. Like, that's yeah. not okay. You're a musician. I'm sure you get it. Right. It, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously At the time I didn't,
1: but like now as an adult, yeah, I get
0: it. At the time, so you were not for that? I was annoyed by
1: it because I was like, Well, how else am I gonna get music? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, but yeah, as an adult, I totally get it.
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely a weird thing. But of course, that led to Apple mm-hmm. buy the songs you want for $1.99 yep. or $1.29, whatever it is. And I think so, I think at first it was ninety nine. Yeah. And that's kind of kind of been an ongoing thing but of course now there's Apple streaming and yeah you can do the, Spotify and all
1: that other stuff Spotify I mean you can have a have a free subscription to that I mean you get commercials and stuff like that and you only get so many skips a, an hour or something crazy but yeah yeah I mean it's it's totally different how things are done now it's, it's crazy
0: well, speaking of that I actually tried to I pick I bought the freaks obviously so if you haven't thank bought you. the freaks thank you definitely pick that up it's only 99 cents awesome Good, yeah great great purchase if you haven't dove into that, you should. But I tried to stream it on Spotify, and it didn't take me right to it. Yes, I actually noticed that myself, because I clicked on I that. Think it, I think it took me to uh, Ted DiBiase, which is a
1: good tune, well, but it's like, wait a dang minute here. What it does is like, there's a, it takes you to the Freaks Radio, is what it does. So like, it plays you, a, it's almost like a curated playlist from Spotify, and it just includes that song, which it, to me is like annoying because if somebody clicks on the freaks radio, you'd think you
0: should at least play that song first and then go to the other shit. So I skipped twice and it came to it. it? Yeah. So I, I can't remember what was number two, but it was both your songs. I do remember that. But so, but I, again, it's that weird thing of like, I think they knew that that was the newest song out. Yeah. So that's probably what I was trying to listen to. Yeah. And, not a bad thing to like land on your music, but it's kind of an annoying thing where it's like I'm trying to use your service so that I can hear his song like right so much easier to just not to just bypass this and go to youtube or something well, and what sucks
1: is the reason why i've been I've been promoting that over Apple music and, or iTunes is because they make it super easy to share yes whereas like Apple music does not. Uh And I mean, iTunes does, but like, you know, I, I feel like it's easier for people to stream versus just like, and it's easier for me to be like, Hey, play this song, you know right, what I mean? Cause it, it doesn't cost you anything. Right. And so I, but Spotify, it just makes it so easy to be able to do that. But I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of one of those weird deals, but
0: also, I don't know if you know this, but on, uh on anchor, which is how I distribute my other two podcasts, mm-hmm. I can actually share I can actually put the songs from Spotify into the podcast. Nice. But I don't think they play unless you're listening through Spotify. Ah, okay. And, and isn't that a weird thing? It is a weird thing. So like part of me like wants to like, yeah, I'll put the freaks in there. Right. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. sure you wouldn't care. And that would hopefully add some streams to you. I assume that's how it works. I don't know. But yeah.
1: But if you're listening through Apple podcasts, it's I, like, I
0: think it just skips. Yeah. And that's like, well, that's stupid. Yeah. So but, I don't I don't know. Speaking of that, um, I made a new enemy for life when the freaks dropped. Oh, who's that? The Rock. <laughs> that son of a bitch. He he was waiting in the weeds to jump in on your thunder. He, yeah, he was like, oh,
1: he's got a new song coming out. Well, f that. I'm gonna start rapping. You dick. You absolute dick, Dwayne. He don't give no f's. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He had no idea. I mean, like obviously.
0: But it's just like... Bad timing. Shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just not... Yeah. Go away for a little bit, sir. That's the thing that sucks about, um, I imagine, and supposedly doing a surprise drop. Because like, you could have done this as a surprise. Absolutely. And, and then, like, once it... Because like, that's saw, essentially what he did right. as a surprise. Yeah. Right. And then it's... Yeah. It just takes your thunder. Yeah. That and, sucks.
1: And I was going to keep egging it on because my brother made a tweet about, like, how, like... He watched the video for it and he was like, but the whole thing ended up being a terramana ad for his tequila. And I almost like kept going, like, well, the freaks isn't a mana ad. You know, so listen to that. But I was like, I'm it's fucking dumb to keep pushing it. But
0: it's it's one of those weird things where like it probably shouldn't make you mad, but it always kinda does. It it yeah, it shouldn't make me mad because like it's
1: obviously he has no idea who I am. Right. Obviously he didn't do that, but at the same time it's like you get to a point where you just feel like the universe is against you.
0: Yeah. Hey, I mean, guy in NXT has my last name, you know. Right. right. I mean, I'm right there with you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's that weird thing of like Again, I one thing I've noticed about your your songs too is they're available basically everywhere. Yeah. Which I think is a really good thing. I um I know like in the past before we even did this podcast You had like Bandcamp and all these other Mm -hmm. platforms and those. They were a little bit harder. They're a little bit harder because it's like your music's not all in one spot. Yep. So I know they're all on YouTube. Mm -hmm. They're on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your tunes, like we always say. So, but that's a good thing though. Like you can, you can stream the song, you can buy it on Apple. Yep. It's, it's available everywhere, which is great.
1: And, and for real, I do want to, I do want to say thank you to everybody that's listened to it so far because it has already, um, and, and it's. I'm I'm saying this, and it sounds a lot bigger than what it is, but it's already gotten more plays than like some of my Mania songs. Oh, really? Um, and it's it's already like my probably my fifth most played song of all time. Nice. And so like that's not saying much because some of those plays are really low. But like I only have about four or five songs that have like a shit ton of plays. Yeah. Um, which is great though. Yeah. And so
0: hopefully that means more of this type
1: of stuff, man. I dude, I'm really I if people like this shit, then this is, I had a lot of fun making this song. So if people really dig this song, then this is something I'm going to lean into more because I have ideas for more. Um, It's just one of those things where I kind of wanted to do this as almost like a trial run because I didn't want to branch out into a, a singer
0: and maybe the drizzling shits at it. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally get it. I think, I think it's great that you found something new though. It's, It's really cool. Yeah. And it's
1: honest to God, this sounds stupid, but it's less embarrassing. No, I believe You it. know what I mean? Like
0: being a thirty five year old white rapper is a little embarrassing. I mean local independent pro wrestler. Hey, yeah. I, I get it, man. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those one of those weird things where unless you're like the top top, right anything below is like Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's embarrassing. Unless I'm making a living off of it, like it's yeah.
0: Well, I remember hearing an interview with Stan Lee one time where he talked about having to admit that he was a comic book writer was embarrassing. Yeah. Because people are like, So what do you do? Oh, I'm a writer. Oh, really? What kind of writing? Magazines. Yeah. What kind of magazines? Comics. Yeah. Oh, like the, the kids' books? Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, you know, look at Stan Lee as the guy that created all these amazing Marvel characters, right? Like, how could you be embarrassed by that? But I totally get his perspective too, yeah. because it's different when Well, and at the time it wasn't cool. No. It was it was definitely geared towards young kids. Yeah. So yeah, I totally get it, man. Yeah, for sure.
1: Anything else you want to add before we get out of here, dude? Uh I think that's it. Once again, just thank you guys for for helping me out on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. And uh and keep streaming it, keep talking about it, keep putting it over, buy the yeah. song if you haven't, all that good stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right. Of course, we got to give a shout out to all of our podcasting buddies. We got Jeff and Scott over there at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. They drop a new show every Sunday. Yep, awesome show. Check that out. And Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely. Doing a favor with Eric and Barry is another go-to. Uh, one of our favorite shows. Great dudes. Super funny. Check them out. Heard a.
1: Uh, I'm I'm behind on podcasts, but like I heard that a. Uh... Uh, Barry Frost and old old man Rucker getting ready to just get it on. Oh, are they? Yeah, I man, mean, they're gonna have a battle. Getting getting some heated arguments over there doing the favor.
0: I like it. Yeah, I'm all about just like button heads.
1: Did, great stuff. Just you know what? Put them in a ring, let them beat the shit out of each other. Hell yeah! You know what I mean? Winner winner gets you know uh, uh, little uh, debbies. Little debbies. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: and some uh some what ices. That's what he likes. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Dude, ices are so good. Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steven Eric's another really fun show. Check that one out. As well as the Ringside Rant with RJ, the Leisure and Lariats Podcast with Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Speaking of record, boot to the face. Check out his show Absolutely, as well. Absolutely, yeah. Tales from the Estate with uh, Drew Vinsel and his wife, Caitlin's Another favorite of ours. Check them out. Love that show. It's so much fun. Check out Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger. Is a, is a great show as well. Mm-hmm. Trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Howlin' with the Wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf. In fact, I got some new Chop Shop figures in. I don't know. Did you see my new Powers of Pain? I did. What'd you think, man? Those I love are p- them. pretty cool. Great timing because they just released that Warlord Elite. Mm-hmm. And that's for whatever reason one of the only tag teams that they have a hard time getting both guys. Yeah. Jason Wolf made it happen, though.
1: Hell yeah. It. The more and more of those figures... I see, the more I'm like,
0: damn it, I wish I was signed up. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he actually announced today a couple more guys joined the Chop Shop, so he's taking new members if people want in. Well, I say that. I don't know if he's taking everybody, but um, you have an end with him, so you might might be able to sneak in there. Uh, I'll have to show you who he's coming out with uh, for next month, or for this month. It's a good one. It might be one of his best ones yet. Awesome. I'll actually, let me just uh, stop calling me random spam caller. Let me show you the picture without saying who it is. I'll let you give a live reaction because it's pretty phenomenal. Like, the uh, it's not like the most unique character, but the artwork on it, like the way he pulled it off, is just phenomenal looking. If I can get my phone to work here, there we go. All right, it should be the pinned post. Yeah, there we go. And it comes with a couple of accessories as you see what do you think oh my god isn't that not sick That looks amazing wow that's better than the original right yeah absolutely it is yeah that's badass yeah i thought so too like a lot of really cool detail so like um one of the newest signups is actually soda hunter okay and we had talked a while back and he was like Man, dude, I kind of like regret not signing up. I'm like, well, he's putting out some good stuff. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so that will be coming out. The Powers of Pain's a, a thing you can get now. So, yeah, some Hell great yeah. stuff, man. That's awesome. And the Hasbro line, obviously, is a lot of fun to everybody. So check it out. Yes. Also, check out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot, a really fun podcast over there, as well as Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast with our buddy Richard and his friend Matt. Absolutely. Especially if you're a horror movie fan. Yep. And check out... Um, uh, some wrestling comic books, Grapple Hold, To Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good, Tales from Planet, WrestleTopia. Then, me and Big Underscore Bane have some other podcasting projects. You know it's fake, right? The ongoing battle with the dirtiest four letter word in pro wrestling. This past week, my guest was Tim Rockwell, which was a pretty fantastic, pretty fun interview. And do you know who's coming up on episode 41, Bane? I do not. Bill Venus. Oh, damn. Yeah. Oh, damn. So, uh, full disclosure, this might be the biggest peel behind the curtain ever yeah so that will be coming up next week i think everyone it's, will, will dig that
1: it's you and me talking about bill venus right right yes so yeah that one will be that one will be uh fun because yeah we're uh we're, we're I, I don't curtains.
0: think he left anything on the table it's all out there right yeah
1: yeah i mean i i, I really talked about it which i mean it's stuff that like I mean, I, everybody I don't, knew.
0: We never have shied away from it, but we never went out and said it. This we, is the first time it's been like yeah, out there. Yeah,
1: it's not a wink in this episode. It's uh, we're letting it, we're talking about
0: it. So I think yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah, I think everyone will think it. it'll be a lot of fun. And then of course, uh, no holds barred with Bill Venus. Uh, he's currently on sabbatical, but you can s- still hear him on Adrenaline. Adrenaline,
1: week. and um, there there might be a Halloween episode coming up. I know Billy B likes to do those Halloween episodes, so.
0: Dude, I bet you. I bet you he's kind of scared of the freaks when he saw that. Like that, he's not prepared he did, for that. He did not like that. He I can't not, imagine he, he would like he that. He at sent all. me a text and was like, "Don't ever do that again." <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. Then also the TB Toycast with me and uh, Travis Fowler every Thursday. We just dropped an episode this past week on. Uh, let's see, it was Spider Man, the animated series. Yes, which is a lot of fun. Also, too, I did not know this. This absolutely blew my mind. Uh, what, I, what I've enjoyed about the show is people reaching out with random facts that I didn't know. We did an American Gladiators episode several months ago. And this guy messaged us on Facebook like, hey, did you guys know about this? They released in 92 an entire line of UK Gladiator figures just called Gladiators of characters I didn't know because I never saw the UK version. Oh, weird. And they're completely matched up with the Mattel ones. Really? But made by a different company. And it was like totally different names and stuff. I was like, Holy crap, I did not know about that. I didn't even know there was a UK gladiator. Right. And so that's the thing. Like it's kinda kind of a weird piece of information to find out. Yeah. It's kinda like when I found out about the UK Galoob figures. I didn't know about those. Yeah. Until years later. So I was like, Holy crap, I did not know about that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always all I'm all about little tidbits like that. It's always fun. Absolutely. So check out all those shows, and of course Bangs music you can stream like we like we talked about already. Apple, Spotify, they're on YouTube. So yep. if you want to check out these songs, that's a great way to do it, and uh, put it out there and let people know you're listening, man. Especially big underscore Bane.
1: Yeah, let me know, or else I'm gonna be crying in the bathroom.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do so, You yeah. want him crying? Yeah. Do you want?
1: Um, I'm gonna start making TikToks about it. About just me. It's gonna be a TikTok minute long every time. Just me crying.
0: He could get dehydrated here.
1: Like, yeah, let's not let that happen. Let's let's not let me get dehydrated from crying so much.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com. You want to support us? That's the best way to do it. Um, in fact, we have a new piece of audio equipment we're trying to buy. So yeah, <laughs> if you want to want to help us out? We would appreciate that. Um, but we have several tiers available. You get exclusive podcasts. Get exclusive videos. Uh, all kinds of little free—I don't want to say freebies—but all kinds of little things in there, little yes. little nuggets. If you uh, if you want to support us, tiers start at just one dollar; they top out at ten dollars. So, yeah, a little bit of something for everybody there. Absolutely. And then, of course, uh, Outsiders Beard Co. If you got a beard, get you some beard balm. It's the best way to to make your beard look nice.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's um, Halloween season still upon us, so Candle Jack is still there. It's fantastic stuff. If you guys want some, get it while it's here because it will go away the day after Halloween and um or when Bane remembers to take or, it down. Or when I remember to take it down. But um the thing the thing with that is I had I had a new scent profile. I made the scent profile and everything, but I decided no more out of pocket stuff. So, I'm not buying anything new until I make some sales. So, I haven't made a sale uh this month so far so I'm not I'm not doing anything just yet. But if something sells, I have this new thing that was gonna be another Halloween thing and it was Sweeney Todd. Ooh um, and it was The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Yes and it was so this was this is what the scent profile is. So if this sounds good to you support me and we can we can get some new stuff. Sweeney Todd would be chocolate, hazelnut, raspberry.
0: Ooh yeah so Sounds interesting. It
1: smells fantastic. Uh, it's it's nutty and sweet. <laughs> sweet and nutty.
0: <laughs> I think that's the end of the episode right there. Yeah,
1: sweet and nutty. Um, but it, it is, it, it honest to God, smells fantastic. But if that's not up your alley, also too, after Halloween, um, we're going to have the Thanksgiving scents come back. So those will come back. But I want, I really do want to make Sweeney Todd a thing. It might be too late for Halloween this year. But uh, that'll be the next purchase I make. So check it out. If you find something you like, there's also probably going to be a sale very soon because probably the last week that Jack's there, I'm probably going to do a Halloween sale to, to
0: help drive some customers. But,
1: yeah, check it out.
0: Yeah, grab you some beard balm because it's great stuff. I can't keep a beard anymore because my job, but when I did, I, I loved it. I was... He has beard oil. I say beard balm a lot because I know that's how you started, but yep. uh, beard oil is also a thing, so I think it kind of depends on what you're into. Like some people. Absolutely. I think probably maybe the size of your beard and yeah. the thickness of your beard is kind of what you're gonna look into. I always preferred the balm, but the oil was great too. Absolutely. So check all that great stuff out there at Outsider's Beard Co. Yes. All of our t-shirts are available for purchase. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker. BBPH dot redbubble dot com and then finally watermaneuver.net search by store for breaker and bane's power hour big underscore bane has a shirt store as well the yep. t b toy cast i'm actually rocking the power havoc shirt i got it in orange what do you think man looks fantastic yeah it's just it's just a really fun shirt and i think what's cool about this is it doesn't really look like a specific type of shirt it just kind of looks like a fun design
1: yeah doesn't doesn't
0: quite look like a uh, podcast shirt so it's nice exactly and, and then also too if you're a phpw fan phpwshop.com
1: absolutely phpwshop.com we we did we decided not to put any new shirts up there for october to kind of give us a break but um i actually do want to put the ghost goblins or grapple Hole design up though yeah
0: need to do that soon but
1: um it's uh we got some good stuff up there plenty of t-shirts
0: for any and everybody. So, if you want to support one of your favorite PHPW stars, doing a favor, GBM, yep, Soda Hunter, Mike the Cleaner, Drew Vinsel, that's the best way to do it. Absolutely. So, that's all I got, man. Anything else? That's it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We will see you guys in seven days. Peace, easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs>
1: It was good. It was really good.
0: Pretty good. That son of a bitch Eric Barker. You son of a bitch! Can now dig it? Saka! Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.